Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. To know why it is the most beautiful of Thursdays on the continental Atlanta, Georgia. Because we're back, or I should say, I'm back. Well, I was going to say because I'm starting spring break today. I'm already through one, most of one kid's spring break, and I'll have to deal with the other one next week. Oh, that sounds like much less fun than my spring break. Yeah. It's just me, myself, and I, and a cat in video games. Ah, that sounds fun. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, I, of course, am your host, Charlie, and I'm joined once again by the political cover himself, Zelius. Uh, this is the Thursday Night Hangout. This is a weekly live show where we try our best to cover the topics that are most important to you during the show. If you haven't submitted a topic or a question, uh, or you'd like to add your opinion at any point during the show, please do so in the chat box. And we will try to cover uh, your topic or your question. Or or if you have an opinion, we will read it live on air. Um, so by all means, utilize that chat box. Uh, if we unfortunately do run out of time to cover all the topics that people have submitted, we will let it roll over to the next show. That being said, if there was one that was supposed to roll over to n- last week, I apologize, but I think my computer ate it. So. No! Why is so, your computer so hungry? So, fun little story, kids. Um, I have really bad allergies. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and Atlanta, Georgia has really bad pollen. So, yes. I got knocked out of commission for like three days because of that wonderful stuff. That's why we didn't have a Thursday night hangout last week. Now, I am back. Um, uh, that being said, I am still somewhat feeling the effects of my second COVID shot. Cause yes, oh, I have my COVID shot. I've also got the card that proves that I've got two. Guess uh, who else got the nanobot injection today? Is that your second? I got it today. Indeed. Nice. nice. And I feel actually like I feel zero ill effects. You did it today. So, yeah. Talk to me tomorrow. We will see if I don't make it to next Thursday and I am in a coffin. We know why it's basically uh, 36 hours after you get the shot. So anytime between when you get your shot and the next 36 hours is when you could get smacked around like the, like a terrible person that you may be or may not be. I don't know, Zelius. I don't, I don't know what, what you're doing these days, but. How exactly does it feel to be smacked around by a person? Please do tell. I'm pretty sure you grew up with two brothers. I'm pretty sure they beat the crap out of you at some point. Oh, true facts never spoken. There you go. Hmm. Anyways. Or sure facts. But anyways. Uh, uh, okay. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, so this is going to be a little bit weird or different. Weird. Uh, this whoa, week's whoa, whoa. Uh, Thursday night show potentially could be the last of this type of format. Now, I'm not saying that Thursday night hangout is going away. I'm saying that I am contemplating, seriously contemplating, uh, kind of redoing the format and the look. So, just a little warning. Is it going to feature more cats in the future? No. Oh, well, I don't tell you that. No, there's not going to be an increase of wildlife uh, in the show. I don't understand. Why would you change anything then? Spruce things up. You know, give it a different uh, feel, appeal. Yeah. 
create some spruce in the shit. I, I, yeah. I, well, I, to I be do. honest with you, one of, one of the things that I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, one of the things I'm going to be dabbling with is trying to do like kind of like a call-in segment Ooh. through uh, Discord. But uh, definitely, the thing is, I'm going to try to do this as quickly as possible, but I might have to do a lot of dry runs. So mm. it may not be completely where it needs to be next Thursday. But understand right now, it is like in its molting phase or it's uh, it's it's about to enter its chrysalis. And when it comes out, it'll be a beautiful butterfly. Is it going to escape like the pollen and take all over the world? No. Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I think it'd be kind of exciting, actually. You know, I do have to say that the one positive thing about COVID is I don't look bizarre wearing a face mask when I walk outside because everyone's got to, they should at least. Ladies and gentlemen, so, if you're going outside, wear a mask. So the question is, is going forward, even after this somewhat subsides, mm -hmm. will it still be a somewhat normalcy for people to wear a mask? So basically for the foreseeable future, you can basically wear a mask and no one's going to notice. You know, I'm I, I think that that, you're going to be able to get away with that. I think that no one's going to really ask about, you know, before COVID, you see people wearing masks. You're like, okay, well, maybe they're sick, but they have to come out. Now it's mm -hmm. like, if they're not wearing a mask or they're wearing the mask incorrectly, which by the way, your nose <laughs> has to be in the mask, people. It has to be in the mask. This Why does would not I, do anything. I, I don't understand the words coming out of your mouth. I prefer to be able to breathe freely of my mask because I actually cannot breathe. Like I get asphyxiated if a mask is over my nose, sir. And I die. No, I, I, died. Love I actually died from having a mask over my nose. I love one, one dude's excuse was, well, if I put it over my nose, then it fogs on my glasses. I, I can't help you, sir. I really can't. Oh, speaking of which I am getting, uh, it, it's finally time for me to get some, some of my own masks instead of using uh, like the ones that people like friends of the family made uh, early on. Oh, I bought some good mask, like basically within a couple of weeks. Cause as soon as it happened, uh, it's like, this ain't going away anytime soon. No, well I, I had, I bought myself like a fancy mask, but it turns out that, um, okay. So I'm staring straight at the camera right now. If I'm wearing the mask, I'd have to be kind of like this. If you could see, my face. Uh, this is the only way I can wear it. I can't actually look straight ahead. I have to look oh, slightly yeah. down I know, in order to keep the mask on, and it's a pain in the ass. So I don't wear it no more. I don't wear that one. I still wear a mask, though. I, I get that, yeah. I get that. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, um, one of the topics that... Okay, so here's the thing. Here's, here's another reason why I'm a little bit hesitant to kind of do like a real show show tonight. Today is April Fool's. Uh... <laughs> So, yes, I am truly contemplating changing things up uh, for the Thursday night hangout. Uh, You're not just psyching us out like, ha-ha, suckers, it's getting more of the same next week. You never saw that coming. Yeah, ha-ha-ha, no, no, no. It, we're, I'm, see, I've, I've actually started doing uh, some research about, um, bare minimum, uh, changing up the look for when I stream games. There you go. And found a couple of overlays that might be fun to have if I play Borderlands or Legend of Terra. But the weird thing, okay. So reel me this, it, it, people of the internet and Zelius as well. Do streamers, 
do streamers like when they when they play games, do they literally just play a game or do they will they potentially run the gambit? Uh I think if they are like streamers who make money, it depends because some streamers like, you know, a very a popular um uh, Ninja Ninja, well, I was going to say say Fortnite, right? Fortnite, people are going to tune in to watch that Fortnite stream. That's what your followers are waiting to see. Right. Um, I would imagine in a somewhat limited capacity, you can reach out to other games. But I think for the most part, you're going to want to stick probably to what your game du jour is that people have kind of come to know you for. Um it's probably pretty important as far as keeping that going. Um, Cause that's the whole point, right? Is you want people to know what you do um, so they can make money off of that. Right. Right. Um, versus I think if you're a fledgling person, it might make more sense to play a plethora of games. And let's just say that's your hope and dreams, right? You want to be a tournament, a full-time Twitch streamer. Mm-hmm. I would always just play like a different game weekly. And all of a sudden maybe, you know, for instance, Outriders just released today. I was playing earlier today. Maybe that's going to be the game that people are like, oh my gosh, this is cool. I want to watch Zealys play Knight Riders all the t- or Outriders all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, wow, that works. So I'm going to become a full-time Outrider streamer. Well, I think that, that there, potentially there would be a danger of, you know, you might have just like a person who tuned in to you playing Knight Riders. And then you're like, well, it didn't really, you know, kind of hook anybody. So you change. Sure. And then that person goes, well, shit, he's not playing that anymore. The and the real reason yeah. why I ask this is that, uh, you know, as streaming has evolved, they have you, you're gaining all these uh, attachments, these plugins that you can add to your stream to make it really spiffy. Um, there, uh, <clears throat> I'm not. I'm sure that World of Warcraft and League of Legends, they've probably got a shit ton of those. But uh, I was looking up uh, Legend Terra and Borderlands Three. And there are two uh, interfaces that you can have that uh, basically give the viewer a little extra something. You could basically you could see for Legendary Terra, you could see their deck, like the the makeup of their deck. Um, and for uh, Borderlands Three, you could see uh, the gamer's inventory. So let me just, ask you a question though: If you're yep. playing Legends of Ruterra, mm-hmm. and so I'm playing you, I'm like, oh my gosh. This old confusion dude, I've recognized him. He streams. Could I then go onto Twitch and watch your stream live to basically know what your hand is? Yeah. I mean, that that's what some some Halo streamers do. I mean, like, a FPS game's a little bit different. I mean, I know you can camera steal. I totally get that. Uh, but I think in a game where one of the intentions is the I don't know what your deck is. That could potentially be a huge bonus to my strategy, knowing what's in your hand. Well, I'm sure that Hearthstone people do it all the time. Yeah. Well, I imagine people do it all the time and make money. They obviously they want to win. Right. But the pros of streaming it and somebody potentially knowing what's in my deck definitely outweigh the cons of that fact. And I imagine if you're a big enough player, people would recognize your name and be like, oh, you're him. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think when you when you get to a certain level, um, when you're doing, when you get to a certain level of like proficiency in a game, I think that you're more likely to be playing kind of like casual matches, uh, 
on your personal stream and then play like your uh, official matches on whatever the game's uh, stream is. So if I was like an uber Legend of Terra guy, my actual like real games would be like on the Legend of Terra stream instead of mine. So mm. that there would be less chance for, you know, uh, sneak a peek. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. If, if people are like, what the hell is Charlie doing? I somehow have toothpaste all over my arm from one of my kids. So it's Did like you brush your teeth again oh, with my hands. No. Um, so, but okay. So the real reason why I asked this is that, uh, like I said, you, you can have these fun little like overlays and, and attachments, uh, or extensions to your stream. But if you, if let's say I play Borderlands three and Legend of Terra, I would have to go in and manually disable the one of them and re-enable the other one. Mm-hmm. So that, but but here's the thing: if if I play a game, let's say that I have the Legendary Terra one enabled. Yep. If I play a game that's not named Legendary Terra, that that extension is not going to be on because uh, it's checking uh, to see that your game is Legendary Terra. Yes. However, if you but if I want to play Borderlands 3, before I play Borderlands 3, I have to disable the, the Legend of Ruterra and then enable the Borderlands one hmm. and hope that the some of the pre-settings don't have to be changed back, like connecting your whatever the account is. Yes, that sounds quite troublesome at times, potentially, sir. Because I've been playing, if you've noticed, I've been playing a lot of Borderlands 3. Um, I kind of... Story time, boys and girls, story time. Uh, there was an individual who's watching my stream on Tuesday, and they, they, they're they like, hey, uh, I don't know if you do this or not, but is there any way you could jump into a game with me and help me with something? Mm-hmm. And I said, sure, why not? And I was yeah. like, what, do you, what kind of help do you need? They're like, well, I can't get past this boss. I said, yeah, it took us a bit of time to try to, get all the kinks worked out for me to actually connect because it kept going, you're not online. I'm like, dude, I'm streaming <laughs> right now. And I can, I could see that Borderlands 3 says that I'm online. So I don't understand what's going on. Fixed all that, jumped in the game. It was a boss that I, I had already fought. And about, I don't know, three-ish minutes into the... uh uh. Yeah, into the actual battle, the guy's dead. <laughs> and the person's <laughs> like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? They're like, I previously had spent like 15 minutes and just barely died. You come you come in and, and he's dead? Like, yeah. Now, do you got the skill or you got the game, the guns to do the things? Both. Damn it, you need a, a, a healthy share of both. I have some you, gun. I have. I've got a, a handgun that basically terrorizes almost anything that has flesh. Nice. But does ba- Jack Diddley when it comes to robots? Ah, uh, yes. The uh, different um, makeup re- of an of an enemy. Yeah. So since we're talking about Borderlands Three, mm-hmm. I do want to say. So you got you got Borderlands 3 and of course you have Cyberpunk 29 2077. I call it 2099. Probably because 
they're they're going to need a redo. Which, by the way, apparently, with after all the patches that they've been releasing constantly, it's still a mess. That's what I've heard. I haven't actually jumped back into the game because, dear Christ, I spent way too much time in that game as it is. But that being said, you're talking about two futuristic uh, games and like a weird kind of like over-sexualized uh, uh, reality. And I have to say that Borderlands does it so much better. Because uh, there's definitely some skeezy, like dirty, naughty, you know, like um, uh, dialogue. Yeah. But it's not, and there's like suggestive posters and, and whatnot, but it, it doesn't feel like it's trying to smack you in the face like it does in Cyberpunk 2077. Hmm. And also, I like the combat better. I feel like I, I'm actually able to move, which is, uh, kids, if you've ever watched me play a first-person shooter, I don't usually move a lot when I'm shooting because I, I, I'm i not a multitasker in, in first-person shooters. I usually have to stand real freaking still. But because I have a, a gun that basically will eat away at anything, if I accidentally... If my bullet ricochets off of a wall, it will bounce back onto me. So I constantly, when I'm using that gun, am walking backwards <laughs> so nice. I don't get splash damage. Oh, and uh, I don't remember. I can't remember exactly what type of character I am, but I'm the one that has the. Uh, you could basically send out like a robot drone to go attack Ooh. your uh, opponents. And one of the upgrades that you could get is that there's a random chance that the drone will drop the. <laughs> the grenade that you have uh, uh, currently equipped. And I had a grenade that every single time it bounced, it would create, the first like three or four bounces would create a new grenade and basically, you know, blow up. I can't tell you how many times that stupid robot dropped a grenade after everyone's dead and then it killed me. And you know, like in Borderlands, you've got that chance of like a uh, second win. You know, if you kill someone before yeah. this clock runs out, you can come back. And I, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, son of a bitch, because there's no one there. So I'm just, nice. I just have to watch the, uh, just hold X or whatever the button is to give up and just go back, literally get whatever. It's like a 10% uh, death fee and then walk back into the room and just pick up all the shit because there's nothing else there except for, the the you know the the corpses and and stuff that was dropped. Well, I've been playing so today the full version of Outriders first released. Okay, tell me uh, about this game because you keep saying it, but it, it's not clicking in my head. No, it's it's a first person shooter. It, it reminds me, it's almost like a mix between Borderlands and Destiny. Um, what what system? Of the guns, like Borderlands, but more of the more serious style, like Destiny. Uh, what system is it on? Uh, everything, but Switch. What are you What are you playing on? I'm on the PS5. Ah, yeah. Um, and one of the things they are having with promoting is online play. So it actually annoyed me at first, because mm -hmm. uh, when you first play, when you play by default, whenever you load a game, it's open lobby di by default. So uh, I'm in the middle of a fight, and all of a sudden, other people start joining. I'm like, "No, what is this? I want to play by myself." Does it does course, it does it auto correct? Uh, does it level correct when more people jump into the game? I don't actually know the answer to that question. Because let uh, me tell you, Diablo three did that, and I wanted to oh, punch Celius in the face. Yet. I think what it does with um, so what 
um, Outriders does, which I think would basically be your correction, mm-hmm. is you have a world level. And so as you play the game, you basically have your character level, but then you also have the world level. It's almost like the Diablo Inferno level thing, mm-hmm. where it increases enemy level and then therefore drops the rate of legendaries and items and all that kind of stuff, right? And so my assumption is, I mean, I've only played a couple hours, but basically as you get to the higher world level, that's when you really want to start playing with people to compensate for the increased enemies. Screw that. I play solo. I'm a lone wolf in the dark of night. Well, of course, that's your favorite thing, right? So I'm playing yep. today and it's, you know, I'm playing solo and disconnected because we cannot find any multiplayer servers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, the, of the publishing realm, mostly because you're the guys who are probably paying for the servers uh, or whatever, or your stupid online always crap. If I'm if I have a single player game, I, I, I want to singly play it. I, I don't need an Internet connection. If if I want to play a multiplayer game, there's always an option and I could just click that and then you could connect to whatever the server you want to. Also, don't do uh oh, what did the that Sim City they they um designated yeah, shard. Yeah, yeah. The where, yeah. Where uh when that shard went down, you ended up on a new one and all your data was gone because it was stored on that shard. But the fun fact was when that shard came back, you wouldn't automatically go back to that one. You'd go to the last one that you were on. So here's what I find the one kind of I do find interesting mechanic about the game is for healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. depending on what class you play is how you'll get your healing. So if you play the, I forget the actual class names, but the up close like brawler style, you only get healing if the enemy that you kill or damage is in a close range. The pyromancer is medium range. And then like the sniper slash techno guy is long range. Wait, what, 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 what? Yeah. So depending on what class you play, when you damage or kill enemies, you get healing based off of that fact. So when I'm playing like the Marauder type, I have to be close to the enemies to get healing um, when I kill or damage them. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It actually makes sense because you're, I, I, okay, at first I was like, this is dumb, but like all your, both your, all your skill trees for that class play into that fact of what range you're supposed to play and the skills, because you have your skills that you use. And so that kind of dictates your gameplay style. So, like, all of the skills for, like, the Marauder type of character, like, they're made to be close in, up close and personal. But they have the other classes, if you want to play further away, where it have, like, the, you know, the skill trees to increase sniper damage. You have turrets can throw out to be far away. So you have different classes depending on how your game style is. That, that That's not – but uh, yeah, I understand that. But let's say that, you know – you are someone of medium or or long range, and somebody sneaks the, sneaks up on you. You're not going to take. You're not going to benefit from somehow surviving because it's not 50 meters away. Well, I mean, you still kill the guy, right? I mean, no, right, but not, you're not going to get any health benefits. That's stupid. Well, it that's is what I have part to say. Of the game strategy: you just got to be aware of on your little radar of where all the red dots are. In game, stop where you are. Back up like two feet. Okay, great. Now let's fight. No, no, don't come any closer. I won't say so far most of like, because a lot of the fights have like little mini bosses, guys. Mm -hmm. And they are decently okay about 
they have different attacks depending on your range. Meaning like if you're like a distance, they don't just immediately up and just melee you to death. So you have like, you know what I mean? So it'd be like really frustrating kind of what you're saying. If you're playing purely distance yeah. and all these enemies do is they Our just brawlers. melee you to death. And like to your point, well, how the hell am I supposed to heal? Exactly. If they instantly are on me in no time. Um, the, the like the small spawn guys, that's a different story, right? They might right. be ranged, they might be close. Yeah. But for like the tougher enemies, you are pretty good so far from what I've encountered as far as they're not just one range. So depending on your gameplay style, mm -hmm. that's almost like the attack style that they'll engage in also to compensate for that. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, it's a pretty decent game. I've been enjoying it so far. Um, we'll see how it goes. But no, it's... I like it. I like it. Good, good. It's, it's uh, all gunplay so far. Um. Damn, I had something else to say, but I can't remember what it is now. Uh... So, as as many of you have heard, I swear to God, Netflix is trying to grab every single like uh, video game franchise, dude. And they're making what? Did, did did you watch Dota yet? Yes, I have. Netflix? Oh my God, yes, I watched I that in one night. Whole oh my fucking God, gosh, that was. I had no expectations going in, like zero. I thought I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was going to be terrible because it's Dota, right? Like, what kind of storyline is I was really freaking impressed. Yeah. So I was I, really impressed. I was like, wow. Is this the magic formula? Do it, If you have a very well-established video game universe, if you, tr if you make a t – I'm not saying a movie. I'm saying a TV show. If you make, like, an episodic adventure of, of somewhere within that realm, is that, like, the, the magic formula now? Because – Castlevania, yep, works. Dota 2, yep, works. The um, uh, Dragon, Dragon Dogma, Dogma, yep, works. Like, no, I will say, because you've seen both, yep. as I was watching Dota, I'm like, is this Dragon's Dogma Part 2? I'm kind of confused sometimes. No, I, I have to say that I I enjoyed uh, Dota 2 more than I did... Dragon, uh, uh, I agree. It was yeah. I, I like Dragon's Dogma, but I would agree Dota was a bit better... Um, like I thought the backstory was of some of the characters as you got to learn about them. You're like, oh, oh, okay, that's actually yep. interesting. Yep. yep. Um, and it was like very mature character encounters. Like, can I give a spoiler? No. Damn it. No. Okay, I'll tell you a spoiler after the show of something that I thought was very well done that like pleasantly surprised me. Well, it's not gonna be a spoiler to me because I watched the whole damn thing. But well, in terms we can of discuss it, is gonna tune in. So no, I'm gonna wait because somebody might tune in. Yeah. But watch it; you won't be disappointed. We'll put it. I think Charlie and I both agree. Um, I'm ready for season two, man. That'd be my only complaint. It's it could have been longer. And not in terms of like, oh, I wish it was like because every episode, every show was good. It was. It was a little cramped in terms of pace because it only had what was it six episodes? Uh, hold on, I, I just had it up here. Uh, it has eight, eight, eight episodes. Like ten probably would have been just about right to get some of that backstory that they were trying to fill in. So that's the only thing I'd say is the pacing sometimes was a little bit like really condensed, where they could have paced it just a tad bit more. Um, would be my one like nitpick. That's yeah. that's a nitpick. Um, 
But I hope that show is picked up because for season two, because it was good. I, I completely agree. I, I I don't know if I, I don't think I watched it all in one setting, but it was basically two sittings. Yeah, like I, I was, was not on it. I was, I was down with it. Uh, look, hey, if if this is the magic formula, then I mean, shit, we got to get on this. Let's 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 find a, a very well established uh, video game franchise, and and just add some characters in that world. But it looks like it's got to be like a kind of like a fantasy world. I think that's the the key. It can't be just like a first person shooter. Though, yeah. are there first person fantasy shooters? Uh, does, um, Halo count? Cause Halo had one, right? Yes. They, okay. So Halo had a, has had a bunch of stuff. Like they had, they had like a, a live action, uh, TV show. Um, that was just, it was a, a limited run. I actually have it on Blu-ray. It's really good. Uh, actually, Tell you no, I said, I, I, when, when one of the last Halos came out, if you got like the special edition, you got like the special Halo channel that uh, on your 360. Was it 360 or was it oh, Xbox yeah. One? Whatever it was that you you could watch those episodes when they came out. It was I think what works so well about these like fantasy enemies though is mm-hmm. there's obviously an itch for fantasy television. Yeah. Um, I think you said by the popularity of like, I mean, the pinnacles, Lord of the Rings, right? The original trilogy. Yep. I think there's demand, but it's super hard and probably expensive, right, to do TVs because you're creating entirely new, like, I think about, like, all of our crime shows, for instance, like SVU and CSI, you basically just need a set, right? You could just kind of make it happen. Whereas you need a lot of special effects and CGI and just, like, a lot of things to make this stuff work and... A show like Dota or from like a Castlevania or those. Remember, I League of Legends is it's going to have a show coming out too. Which one? League of Legends. Oh, yeah. Like, if you look at it from like a live action standpoint, it's mm-hmm. going to look something like Dragonheart, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's going to be like, eh, how does this really look? Yeah. Um, so you can really get that style really well in an anime and it just works well. So I'm a huge fan of these fantasy television like video game to um adaptations um you know be amazing is like a dota slash league of legends anime crossover that ain't ever gonna happen <laughs> no, it's not it's not gonna happen i, I could I, it it would be like it, it would be one of those you know like slap fights between the two companies well i, I guess well it'd be tencent know. now and dota who's dota owned by is that steam or valve i mean yes no, it's um. What was the MTV cage fight ones? Oh, uh, uh, celebrity deathmatch. Yeah, it has to be like that. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, you know, I think that that at least Netflix. It, I'm, not, I haven't really been paying attention to any of the other platforms when it comes to, you know, grabbing game uh, franchises and then making it TV shows. But I've, for the most part, I've been impressed. Well, it seems uh, like Netflix is just. They buy the rights to everything. You see, they bought the rights to the next two Knives Out movies for four hundred fifty million dollars. Yep. Well, because that's where the money the money is. We're all we're streaming, and because of COVID, we're streaming a shit ton. And you know, this is a lot of people like. Well, you know, once everything goes back to normal, we're going back to the movie theater. I'm like, no, I'm not. This is there. I think 
what you could see is like for the roadhouse style ones, mm-hmm. you know, like the intimate setting where you get the food and drink, but the yeah. large scale megaplexes, the dining screen. Yeah. And like, I think even before COVID hit, a lot of people, myself included, were kind of like, you know, you can get your 55. I mean, shit, man, you can get like a 75 inch Vizio TV for $800 at Best Buy. Go get yourself a $200 soundbar. Like, but no, look, like even, 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 you know, let's just say you have the opportunity to go, yes, having a big screen and seeing a movie, phenomenal. However, let's say that it is, um, um, you are not the best person in dealing with other people in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably does not matter the size of the screen if you basically pay the exact same amount as you would on a movie ticket to watch it by yourself. Because hell, uh, uh, shoot, what game, what movie? Oh, uh, uh, the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, I just outright bought the the digital version on uh amazon i was like kids want to watch it we'll watch it you know i mean it it cost me less than three movie tickets and we got to make popcorn in the uh microwave nice so i've seen no problem with that uh, they like i'm still i still remember when we went to go watch black panther there's that kid next to you. It's like on his phone, Instagramming during it or doing some stupid shit. No, yeah, he was Instagramming. And it's, but it's like every movie you go to, it's like that. There's like that one person in the theater, and you're like, you realize it's dark in here. Everyone can see the fact you're on your phone. Yeah. Do you do realize uh, that, you know, like in dark parts of the movie, your face is being highlighted? Yeah, that's, that's infuriating. Makes me angry just thinking about it. Yes, yes, it does. So, um, shit, where are we going? Oh, yeah. So, I like where Netflix is going with their shows, but I, I have been, so I've, I've kind of been having this like 50 50 experience here, uh, cause I'm, I'm watching, I'm binge watching like a bunch of stuff on Netflix, but also I'm watching stuff that, that is coming out like once a week. So yeah. it's this, you know, I, I I love that I can just, you know, here's a chunk. You can eat it all. But at the same time, I fly through that stuff if I really like it. And then I'm out of content for God knows how long versus, oh, God, I got to wait another week. But. Yeah. Well, that's the Disney Plus style, right? I mean, that's what yeah. Disney Plus is doing with all their stuff. Yeah, and, I, we, uh, my wife and I did uh, WandaVision. Now we're, we've just started um, The Falcon Winter and Winter Soldier. Zealus, do you have Disney Plus? Uh, no, I do not. I'm, for anyone uh, out there who has Disney Plus, uh, contact me after the show. I have this very strong reaction uh, to one of the characters where I really want to punch him in the face. He is a main character, but he's not Falcon or Winter Soldier. If you've seen the show, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. But, oh, man, I'm ready for that dude to get... Uh, Sam Grizzle. Zelius has no kids that he admits to. Hence, no Disney+. Plus. Zelius doesn't have any kids. He has a master. Her name is Rose. See, that's why I'm waiting... There you go. So, that's my, that's my thing with Disney+. Plus is, 
mean, there's stuff on there that I want to see, like the Mandalorian, mm -hmm. you know, Winter Soldier and Scarlet, which, but at mm -hmm. the same time, like, I still have Netflix. I mean, it was on Prime. Like, there's enough stuff on there to last me basically forever. You so think that? You think that? that. <laughs> I've, I've, look. Because of COVID and and needing to have you know something to kind of spice up the day, there are times where I'm like, I'll go through Netflix going, I really don't see anything. And I'll go over to Amazon, I'm like, nope. And then I'll go over, let's see, I've got Amazon, I've got Disney Plus, I've got Netflix, and I also have VRV, which is kind of like the spicy version of, or, or the more robust version of Crunchyroll. Though I still don't yeah. know if, if VRV is, is included in the Crunchyroll Funimation uh, merger. So I don't know what the hell is going to happen. But, you know, I, yes. it. And then, of course, I have YouTube TV, which I have a DVR on. So, uh, yes. so I've been watching. Uh, one of the shows that I've been uh, watching every single week, because I've had to do it that way, is uh, Resident Alien on Sci-Fi with uh, Alan Tudyk, who's just an amazing actor, uh, which has been awesome. But see, here's here's the thing though, when you have the the show that comes out once a week, there's a good chance that you know you you may see the fan base increase as intrigue you know starts to really set in, or you might see a decrease uh, because everyone's bad mouthing it every single week. But then you have the the you could binge it at one where you don't know what's going to happen. I think it only works in specific circumstances. Like you think like Game of Thrones mm -hmm. was a phenomenon, right? And Disney has their cachet with the entire Marvel universe. So I think those we are mean, very... had the cachet. They bought the fuckers. Well, they, they bought their cachet. We own your asses. And Star Wars. So those are, I think, very unique circumstances yep. of very known enterprises to like everyone. Whereas I think the airport, like as much as Dota 2 is a Dota anime is enjoyable, if they released just the first episode and released each episode weekly, I'd you be like they, you wouldn't stick around. Yeah, I'd be like, eh, okay. I'd forget about it honestly. Um, but because they do it that way with established fair, like I think one actually Netflix can get away with and do it is mm -hmm. The Witcher. Because everyone knows about The Witcher now. I think yeah. Witcher is a show I, I hope they don't because I love benching the hell out of it. But I think Witcher is a show that Netflix could actually get away with the weekly. And the whole idea with the weekly is increases word of mouth. Because now everybody at school every week is like, dude, why are we not seeing WandaVision? We need to talk about what happened last week. Okay. You know, so, like, oh, no! so, so here's one thing, though. I, I do want to point out one thing, and that is that Netflix does have uh um scheduled release shows where they don't throw the entire season up but they have a special deal with whomever it is oh uh, uh, okay i got you but like 90 percent of it is here's season one and yeah. then you know you got you know, then you got like movies and then you got these things where they actually are at least well, i think it's mostly competition tv shows i think is how it goes down reality tv but so here's the thing, though. So when you have that, what I've experienced is uh, on Netflix, uh, there is a great anime called um, Killer Bee. It's like it's, it's uh, I think it's called Killer Bee or something close to that. 
it was a great series. I binged the shit out of it. And then I was like, oh man, there's got to be more. And there was more. But there was like a two-year gap between it. And I, thankfully, you know, one of the beautiful things about Netflix and any streaming service is that if if you rated, uh, you have to actually rate the, the damn thing, but if you did thumbs up, uh, there's a chance that when something either is close to that type of show or is an, uh, uh, an addition to that show, you get uh, a notification. Because it popped up, and I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I remember having really loving that show. And I had to watch all the first season to mm-hmm. then watch the second season so I could actually remember what the hell happened. Whatever, man. I remember back in the day where you could rate each season on an individual one five-star scale rating on Netflix. Oh, lordy, 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 lordy. That was many eons ago. Okay, so we're talking about uh, Netflix shows. I, 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 let me let me just preface this real quick. I am a father of two boys. There, uh, my my youngest son is on spring break this week. And so mm-hmm. I took Monday off to to spend with him, and sure. we we just picked a random show uh, on Netflix in the kids section. It's called uh, Robot Trains, and the first season, like I actually like I I will fully admit I got into it. I'm like, yo, yeah, this is actually really good, and and so me and my son Finn we're we're just you know we just had to watch as much as we could. And we finished the first season, I think on yesterday. And was it yesterday? Or maybe it was, I can't remember. Anyways, we finished the first season and then the, the first episode of the second season came out and my kid and I were on the same break like going, what the hell is going on? It's the same characters, but they've changed the look of the characters. They changed the location and certain friendships no longer exist. People who have been by their side the entire time are, are you know, unknown to them. And a guy who went through an entire redemption arc is now just a, a goofy bad guy. I don't... I, I Okay, so here's the deal. I know that it's a kid's show, but I highly recommend the first and only the first season of... Robot Trains on Netflix. Robot Trains? Yeah. It is really, really effing good. Do not watch the second one. It's like they decided that they they needed to mix like Paw Patrol with trains or some shit like that. It's just, it's bizarre. Like it actually- Robot Trains were keeping peace and safety in the train worlds is no easy task. But for five trains with the power to transform into robots, every crisis is an adventure. See, that that tagline is for the second season, though. Uh, the first season, there there is a town that has this... Um, there's basically like a hub uh, that has this magic fountain. The fountain basically has energy that feeds into the railroad tracks to keep all of the, the trains alive, as well as all these different sections that the trains may live in. And there's like an evil dude, and I was just like, oh, damn, this is good. And but then it's like, oh yeah, we're here to help. We're you know, go trade rescue team, go. I'm like, what the hell is this, dude? What about dino trucks? Okay, that so, was perfect. It's dinosaurs and trucks. 
it's just not watch like it before the super. Don't don't watch the supercharged episodes. Just use the regular ones. That's the thing. Oh. Look, I don't know why people have to spice. My DreamWorks. I I I don't. I do not like the fact. Look, I understand you you want to change and evolve the story because you feel like maybe you're gonna lose the audience. But oh, case in point, Supernatural apparently had this. They didn't really change the fucking formula, and people stuck around for how many seasons? Or what about Skylanders Academy? I, I've never watched that one. But um, damn it, now you have me type in Skylanders instead of, what did I say, Supernatural. Um, I don't know. Look, here's here's the thing. If if you have a, if you want to do a spinoff, by all means, do a spinoff. But don't mess with, uh, it's 15 seasons, Supernatural at 15 seasons. Uh, oh, yeah. um, excuse me. It, But... Don't dick around with the core uh, uh, storyline. There's an anime out there called uh, El Hazard. Um, there, there are three different versions of El Hazard, uh, and all three of them has the exact same roster of characters, uh, which are all voiced by the same per- by the same person. And every so, like, uh, I, I'm just gonna say. Um, uh, Suki and this one is the same voice actor and this Suki and that Suki. Uh, but the, th- the weird thing about that is that it's the same world. It's the same characters, but the storyline, it, it's basically like they all started, uh, all three series started at this one point and then they diverged. So they all experience this one place, but different shit happens and it doesn't cover from season to season. But the thing is, but they they named them differently, which I'm okay with. It's not like <sighs> the one thing, the, the the only thing that I I liked about uh, that I wasn't a huge fan of. I don't know why I'm so engrossed in this damn show, Robot Trains. But the the opening theme song was long as fur, and you're just wow. like. It, it it just sounded like a, a Euro pop band who didn't know a lot of English words. They're just like, try go, go, try go. Yeah, robot try, yeah, try, try, robot try. And I'm like, oh my God, please stop. That sounds about right. But seriously, Netflix got some cool stuff, man. For all ages and people. Like I just saw there's a new show. The Lost Pirate Kingdom looks, looks really interesting. I watched the first two episodes first of all do you understand that it does have mature content no why yeah so don't watch it with your children mature pirates well they're pirates they you know pillaged and uh did naughty things and killed people and spread scurvy and secondly i don't remember Oh, you said you had two things. I was very interested in what your second thing was. It has coarse language. <sighs> oh, yeah. Is that part of the mature content? I'm very confused. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, what about Tommy Got Killed? Have you seen that? No. I have not. Um, so I was uh, going back on the... Okay, so video games made into TV series. That seems to be a working formula. But let's say... How do you feel, personally, ladies and gentlemen of the audience? Uh, please chime in uh, via your chat box option. Um, 
let's say that there is a TV show back in the day when you when a show could be canceled mid-season. Um, mm. Or maybe this the show was set up to be a four-season show. It only lasted, I don't know, two and a half or something like that. How do you feel about allowing a movie to kind of wrap up all the stuff? Isn't that basically uh, Firefly? What? Yes, thank you. I'm okay. With, I would actually rather that than just leaving it on a cliffhanger. I mean, ideally, obviously, the idea is you know you get invested in a TV series and it continues yep. and comes to its natural conclusion. But at the same time, how many TV shows have reached its conclusion, mm -hmm. but everybody hates the final episode? Um, Too many to name. Exactly. So even though it's like, oh, this movie, you know, this television series was, there's actually a lot of television series where I think like a end of season ending mm -hmm. would have actually been better than like a end of series ending. Mm -hmm. Like I already, like actually mentioned like Supernatural. I think the, I've watched it, but the consensus, I think it's like the end of like season five. Mm -hmm. Just stop watching. And like same thing actually with Buffy, end of season five, just stop watching. I joined six to seven, but there's television series where you can watch at like a certain season. You're like, okay, that was a good, that was actually a great series finale. Mm -hmm. But then that's kind of where it almost like starts jumping the shark. And they start just coming up with storylines just because it's cash cow and why not? And well, still they, but that's that's literally the the uh the secret behind Lost. They had a, a, yep. the, the TV show lost phenomenal for the first couple seasons, but then it kind of went off the rails because there was so much pressure on the writers of the show. And so they literally are like, well, let, you know, spaghetti monster or, or you know, <laughs> all this stuff. Cause like they, they fully admit we, we didn't have any more ideas. So we're literally just throwing shit together. Cause yeah. just to try to keep it alive because it was that big of a cash cow. Now, I, I, I will fully admit there are certain shows that definitely overstay their welcome. But there's also a lot of shows that have the potential to be huge but take a while to get into. Or there's some sort of production issue and then it never happens. Sam says Sopranos needed a movie to show the real ending. A never lot of people. Sopranos. Do you know the ending though, right? I'm guessing people die. It fades to black. Oh. That's it. You don't know what's going to happen. It's just dark. No, but that was the intended ending for it, wasn't it? It's not like it was canceled. No, no, right. No, no. That was the season. That was the series finale. Yeah. This was this was the final episode that it ever will be. Sopranos. And it was just dark screen. Uh, but look, the, I, there are too many shows out there that, you know, unfortunately, uh, died before they could show their true beauty um, or just wasn't understand at that time that I think really could do well with a, a movie. And I think now because of like crowdfunding and all that stuff, that there's a bigger potential of that happening as long as the the, the company that owns the right aren't complete dicks, um, which there are some. Uh, but... Um, there, there's a uh, there's a TV series that's based off a Neil Gaiman book called American Gods. It was on AMC. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, they I, I love it. 
they they had the first season and then there was like some weird stuff going on and the second season was being delayed and then when they finally got their shit together covid hit and so now the the series has been canceled however they're going to uh once everything settles down they're going to make a couple of like i guess movies to kind of kind of round things out which i'm totally for i that's i'd rather have that than you know get into a show and then mid-season leave. Because, I mean, as much as it kills me, I think it, even if I, I did not like the, the season finale or the series finale, as long as I have a finale, I think I'm okay. You know, it's it's not just like... Um, it's, it's not like the original Berserk, where you oh. have episode one, which is in, you know, present time, and then episode two is in like 20 years ago, and you go 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, because 26 is, of course, the magic number for anime back in like the late 90s, or basically the uh, 90s through the early 2000s. Um, and so the start point was, you never got to the start point on the series in, in Berserk. Now, of course, they've come out with like three different versions of that, and then there was there was potentially MTV was going to jump in the the ring and it was going to be called like the black swordsman or something like that. But I, I think that fell apart. Um, that would piss me off. Y you know, if, if you like, this is present day, let me tell you about my life. And then I don't get back to present day by the, by the series finale. I'm going to punch someone. Uh, but yeah, I think honestly, I think as much as it kills me, and as much as I don't like a lot of the finales of shows that I was, I was just like diehard into, I'd rather have a finale than nothing. Which, by the way, well, if you, if, if I don't know why, but I'm I'm a huge sucker for sci-fi. Um, sorry, Sifi, because they don't they they wanted to make money, they wanted to um, uh, copyright that shit. The Sifi channel, um, there was a show that was on there called Sanctuary, which. Uh, awesome like i got i was really sick for a week uh earlier this year i think and i literally just binge watched every single se season of uh sanctuary hell i bought all the seasons that i couldn't get on amazon prime and that finale was awesome because it gave you it at it gave you a clear cut uh, uh you know we could continue on, but you, but you also feel complete with the ending. Hmm. Of course, there are those video games out there that have endings that people berate and try to chew people out about. I mean, uh, look at um, uh, Mass Effect Three. Uh, Sam Grizzle says, "Police Squad was a comedy show in the early '80s, but flopped only six episodes. However, is a huge hit as the Naked Gun movie." Yes. Uh, or, or hey, uh, let's talk about uh, the original Star Trek. Not a whole lot of, you know, uh, support and love for that. And now, shit, we've got uh, Star Trek Next Generation, Voyager, uh, Enterprise, Deep Space Nine, uh, you know, just tons of movies, of, of seri spinoff series, which, by the way, how many freaking spinoff series are, are we on now for uh, uh, Game of Thrones? 
They haven't actually, you know, we haven't actually seen any of them, but the, the list is just astronomical. It's like, oh, well, we're going to do this one. And there's also an ever-growing list of spinoffs for The Witcher, which is a little bit harder for me to figure out for The Witcher. Yes, phenomenal season. Don't get me wrong, but it's a season. The the uh, Game of Thrones was, what, seven, eight seasons, I think? Quick, Game someone check me on eight. that. Huh? Game of Thrones is eight seasons. There you go. Eight seasons. And then they're doing a bunch of spinoffs. Yeah, and but they're not going to do the one I actually want to see. Was it the children, the all oh, the forest? No, um, Arya and her adventures. I know. The... I want to do that with what was this guy? No face or no name? Something. Oh, like that. yeah, the man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the. Uh, yeah. That's what I want. I want. I want to know that story. I don't. That would be very cool. Yes. No. Yeah. There's a lot of those. Like the characters we actually care about were like interesting and require really interesting storytelling, that's the one that we want to see. Mm -hmm. But I guess we won't because, yeah. Damn it! Well, here, here's the thing. Because of COVID, all this shit, you know, anything that's been mentioned over the past, like, two or three years of, we're thinking about doing this. Who the hell knows if it's actually going to happen or not? Because, you know, production companies have... You know, have had to you know pump the brakes. Well, not pump the brakes, but basically slam the brakes on a lot of stuff. So you're seeing a lot of shows basically disappear yep. or have to adapt to the new environment. You know, it's been an interesting time for all, indeed. I will say this: I know that we've been basically recommending a bunch of uh, Netflix shows, but it is a, it's a French show, but it is they have an English dub. If you haven't watched Lupin, which is L U P I N, do yourself a favor. It's amazing. It's awesome. But you will scream uh, at the end of the final episode that they have. You're like, you can't end it there. What the fuck is wrong with you? You need so more. not a good scream is what you're saying. It's a, oh my God, this is so good. I need more, but there's not going to be more for God knows how long. So long. So long. Yeah. Well, at least, at least I think they're getting a little bit better uh, with giving you the, when it comes to live action uh, seasons, I feel like they have a better idea of, well, we're actually, you know, we're already filming it or or we'll be able to push it out in a couple of months. Whereas the animated ones, like I said, uh, the, the Killer Bee one, the first episode was like, God, I, I want to make sure I get this right. Um, it could be years before a new season, basically. Yeah. And it, you might actually, um, most of the time, you know, the, the fans, uh, be the beginning is, is the first one. And it came out in 2018 and the second season just started 2021. So three years. Well, That's, it's because it was so awesome that I could have three seasons of rewatching every year. No. Okay. But here's the thing. First season, 12 episodes, second season, six. It's like so the mere opposite of the the uh, Castlevania one. That's it, that's don't it. don't even talk to me about Castlevania uh, season one. That's not a season one. That's a cock tease. And yet it worked. I I'll be honest with you. I was kind of on the fence if I wanted to jump back into that, but I was like, you know what? I love Castlevania. I grew up with Castlevania, even though I hated their season one. I guess the prequel season. Uh, I I'm going to give it an actual shot, and then of course I was hooked. But now it's time to jump back into all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. now it's like, what, three seasons? 
Is it really? I can't remember now. Let's see. Castlevania series. Um, I should probably probably put Netflix in there, but whatever. Yeah, it's on three seasons. With four, eight, and ten episodes. Yeah, four, four. Yeah, it's a cock yep. tease, damn it. That's and right. it's like it's literally than a, a movie, huh? That's shorter than a movie. Yeah, might as well just done. You know, like a, an intro, um, uh, you know, short film or something. Wait, the writer is Warren Ellis. Dude. No wonder I, I really like Castlevania. I love... Okay, if you're looking for a graphic uh, uh, novelist, writer, uh, he, someone else does the, the, the actual drawings, but if you're looking for like really good writing, you got to check out Warren Ellis. Uh, he did a, uh, he did a, um, a graphic novel series called Transmetropolitan, and I bought all that thing. And like literally... I benched it so hard that I thought I was the character at the end. Nice. Okay, so here's a question for you, sir. Yeah. That you may know the answer to. Yeah. So, yeah, full metal alchemist, right? What is and the brotherhood. Between... What? And you have brotherhood. Yeah, so what is the difference between the two? <laughs> uh, there yes, there is a difference. I don't... I never really got into brotherhood. But from the from what I've been told, it's too different. I mean, it's it's kind of the same characters. Um, uh, but there's there's some differences between the two. I don't. I, I think there might be. I, a lot of people. Uh, is this the one where? Okay, here we go. Here's here's a question uh, on Google. Is Full Metal Alchemist and Brotherhood the same? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, or FMAB, is the second adaptation of the original um, anime series, but is more faithful to the original manga, which is which is something I've seen before, both wow. in, in animation and, I mean, hell, you know, uh, live action is you'll see different, inter uh, different interpretations of the same subject. Um where they might stay closer to the source material instead of just saying, we put it in a world that you, that we'll love called, uh, Mordor. No, we're going to call it road rum and there's going to be dragons, but yeah. Mm. I just freaking, it, I, it's not, there was nothing wrong with the, the, I, I watched the original, uh, the original full metal alchemist and, you know, there's going to be those people. Yeah. All right. This is what it feels like. Um, it's This is how I feel the vast majority of the time when people are talking about Harry Potter movies. I oh. loved the books. I did not like the movies because I thought they were shite because they were, they were taking parts out. So I'm sure that there's those people out there who are like super duper hardcore of the manga of Full Metal Alchemist. And I'm like, oh man, it's a great anime. Like, no, damn it, it's not true to the words. Yeah, there's always going to be people who don't like them. You can't make everyone happy, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's at the end of the day, that's the true reality. But yes. you never know. All right, so magically, we are almost at the end of the show. Um, uh, what I will say, uh, I don't think Sam was here at the beginning. 
Uh, we are going to be... Okay, first of all, this is not a April Fool's joke, even though it is April Fool's Day. We are going to be evolving the show. Uh, content, presentation, all that stuff. Maybe even the, the look of it. I'm also talking to a buddy who might be able to give us a, um, a new fun uh, intro and outro song. Uh, but I want to change the stuff up. I, I feel like we've we've kind of gotten stuck in in uh, past episodes on just trying to talk about the the hot topic news stories instead of really like you know, burrowing into the discussions we had, which are vast majority of them are off the wall random shit. But I think that's where we really shine instead of all right. This week we're going to talk about. The fact that everyone is writing obituary for Mario because they removed the 35th anniversary crap from the the Switch, so it, Mario's dead now. Dude, he's not dead. It's there's this wonderful thing called limited availability. If you don't get the shit uh, early, or you don't get it when they when you have the chance and you miss out, well, that's your own fucking fault. Which, by the way, because it's because it's April Fool's, I, I don't know if the validity of this uh, or not, but apparently there's, I think um, soon Sony might be like canceling the a couple of their digital storefronts for some of their older platforms. Like you... You'll be able to re-download games, but you won't be able to purchase any ones. But then again, it is April Fool's, so take everything with a fucking grain of salt. And Sam, yes, change is very, very scary. Basically, no company should ever announce anything on April 1st. Yeah. Like, uh, there's there's a famous um, college basketball coach who decided that he was retiring today, and he had to tell everyone over and over again, this is not an April <laughs> Fool's joke. I seriously am retiring. My wife and I have decided that it's time for me to step away. Like, ha ha ha, April Fool's, right? No. Like, really? I promise you, we need a new coach. I'm retiring. I'm, there's there's probably a lot of fans uh, from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, who are having heart attacks right now because their basketball coach has retired. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but so, okay, so here's, here's the deal, folks. Um, what you're probably going to see a lot, I, I would highly recommend that you subscribe and make sure your notifications are turned on uh, for whatever platform you're watching this on, if it be Facebook, uh, YouTube, or Twitch. Uh, you're going to see sporadic, uh, basically, uh, me getting jumping on sporadically and testing some stuff out. So if you want to be part of the evolution uh, and you have the ability to do so, uh, you know, jump in, uh, cause I'll be, tr I'm going to do some like formatting and uh, play around with some other stuff. And then, uh, Sam, uh, I don't know if you were here yet or not, but I really, really do honest to God. I, I do want to try to do like a little bit of like a call in section and have it through like discord voice, uh, onto the show so we can have, um, you know, viewers add their opinion or, or you know, maybe have them uh, have their voice join into the conversation if, if they have submitted a topic, but you know, it's, it's something I'm, I'm playing around with. So anyways, this is probably gonna be a really weird episode to, to listen to or watch, uh, cause it's, uh, recorded, but you know what? 
Denver breaks. Huh? I think it's great. Yeah. I love it. Uh, one last thing. If you, if you grew up in the time that Zelius and I grew up, which is the olden times now, um, I highly recommend that you watch uh, The Last Blockbuster uh, on mm-hmm. Netflix. It is sad, but it's also good. It's nostalgic. And they got a bunch of, of uh, actors to come on and talk about their experience with the once powerful video store named Blockbuster. Really, how powerful was actually at one time was very powerful. Yes, uh, it was. Uh, there, at one point, every seventeen hours, there's a new store opening. Yeah, it was insane at one time. Yes, and now there's only one in Bend, Oregon, and they yeah. have to pray every single time that they have to re-up their license. That the <laughs> the current current owner goes, yeah, you can keep using Blockbuster's name. Until one day, you're not allowed. And when they're not allowed, they're just going to have to close shop because... Oh. Yeah. That'd be very sad. It is really sad, damn it. (laughs) Going there on a Friday night to rent the NES and trying to find a video game they can beat in that weekend. Yup. Actually, uh, apparently some of of the people who were being interviewed said, you know, so I don't... I don't... I I don't want to be like a dick or anything, but... I kind of knew when my Blackbuster store was about to go out of business, so I rented a bunch of shit knowing that I'd have to turn it back in. <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. I was like, damn it, that's brilliant. Why did I think of that? I know. Um, but yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, I usually do my game streaming. I'm trying to make sure that I stay healthy enough because that's one of my biggest issues right now is health. Uh, because one, allergies, and two, uh, side effects of medicine and the COVID shot round two. Zelius, you should have a fun day tomorrow. Hopefully, I can get out of bed. Well, you you're on spring break, so it's not like you're you know you got to do anything really hard. I, I have to make it look. I gotta make it from my bed to my couch so I can play video games. Ah, Jesus, video. that's very video. complicated. Look, I <laughs> I got the COVID shot, and the very next day I was in two meetings. With like the the like top brass, I didn't have to say anything, but I had to attend it. I'm going. I am not. I like. I felt like it was as, as close to an out of body experience I've ever had. Mm. It was like I know I'm here, but I don't feel like I'm here. So Gosh. like all this information being thrown around, I'm going. I'm not going to remember any of this. What is happening? <laughs> They're using big words. But anyways, all right. So, like so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you will notice that we didn't do friends of the show, and I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. We do have phenomenal friends of the show. We have uh, Hero Chiropractic. Uh, Doctor Ryan is an amazing chiropractor in the Atlanta area. I highly recommend that you reach out to him if you uh, need chiropractic needs, and he does come to your house, which is phenomenal. Uh, Nurburger Games, Craig Campbell, awesome guy, seems to be making game after game after game that had just been phenomenal, very well thought out, very well put together. And so if you're looking for something that's a little bit outside the box, no bigger games. I think... Oh, oh, oh. Jesse, old friend of the show. Jesse's alive, okay? All the previous individuals who have appeared on the show 
are still living from my recollection. The Andy Cluster, a there it is. Uh, the Andy Cluster is another uh, organization that um, that we think very highly of. Uh, I think it, it's run by uh, Ron Jones. He is an awesome guy. He's the, their organization basically buys booths, booth space at conventions, and allows for independent developers to uh, kind of share that space to kind of cut down on the cost. There you go. Uh, and one more thing, ladies and gentlemen, this is the 10th year straight that Alter Confusion will be participating in Extra Life. Extra Life, of course, is gamers doing what they do best. See, I'm, I'm trying to remember stuff off the top of my head. I don't have the, the script. Uh, game. Uh, what we do is every single year we try to raise money for uh, Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Of course, ours is Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. And uh, we will be, or I will be playing 24 hours straight in November uh, to raise money. Now, of course, if you want to donate money right now, right here, right there. Uh, you can go to extra-life.org and type in Alter Confusion. Or if you watch this on Twitch, it's in the bar below. If you're watching it on Facebook or YouTube, you just go over to www.alteredconfusion.com and it's in one of the, the bars uh, that's about like halfway down the site. It's got the, uh, the, the option to donate, to become a patron, uh, to join Discord, or... Uh, no, you don't. You do not, Sam. You do not. You do not. Nope. Just tell I, I, for for legals, uh, for legal reasons, I will not type my thoughts in the chat because, of course, this video is going to be posted. Um, which is actually one of the interesting things that that uh, I'm going to be playing around with is do we have do we want to have the chat window up for the recording, you know, for people to, when, you know, people jump in, if they miss the show, do we want to have that chat box open or, or viewable in the video? Or uh, should we just basically uh, depend on me or Zelius reading the important stuff out of the chat uh, onto the show? Which oh. I personally think is probably the better of the two. Mm -hmm. Just in case we have, oh my God. Eight six seven five three zero oh, nine. I don't think that's Jesse. Um, but anyways, okay. Seriously, Zelius's overlord is probably um, trying to cut all his electrical wires right now. Very shortly. Yeah. So, uh, uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to the Ultra Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. For myself, Charlie, and Zelius, it's been a pleasure giving everything to come our heads, our mouths, and of course. Our hearts will be back next Thursday for another Alter Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. Remember, kids, keep on gaming in the free world. Amen to that, brother.